Attention. T minus 90 seconds in counting. All systems are go. Sad World's the music industry this week. Death of a legend. Oh no, it was David Bowie. I thought it was DMX. Oh, no, was his career say. died. His career died. No, rest in peace to okay, his is career. He in jail right now. He was. Is he in jail? I think Probably. so. Yeah. Rehab. Wouldn't surprise me. Obviously, David Bowie, the big story this week in the uh, world of music, has passed away at age sixty-nine on Sunday. Uh, they said he died of cancer, and they didn't. What? Really disclose what kind, which but he was I a smoker, pretty big one, from what I understand. Oh, David Bowie was. Yeah. How was that? He died of cancer. Yeah. At age at age seventy, well, sixty nine. Yeah. And they, yeah. of course, they haven't revealed what kind of cancer it is. No, they're keeping it under wraps. Which See, David, I respect David that. Is, they don't want to. He's he's such an interesting guy to me <clears throat> because. All my friends, like when I was getting into the Stones and the Beatles and the Doors, like in eighth grade, when, you know, you kind of, you get to that age where you just start giving other music a chance. And David Bowie's kind of like part of that, like, group where, you know, your friends are, oh, let's listen to Bowie. And I never didn't like it, but it never, like... Yeah. I was never huge on him, but I liked, I I was saddened by the fact that he was, uh, when I read the news on Monday, it was... uh, he was definitely a legend, but I just remember being in junior high. That, as John just said, the development of new music, which was really old music, they were always the weird <laughs> white kids. Yeah, the weird David Bowie's one like of those Bowie. guys. I mean, it wasn't cool to 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 uh, to um. Well, people, it's not that they they disliked him. Everybody knew he was. Everybody liked him. But to really be a fan, you had to be a little weird back then. That's yeah, just what he, I remember. He's one of those guys. He's like a, he's like a Tom Waits or a, um, yeah. like a Bob Dylan. You either like like him or you don't really know about him, but you hear about him a lot. Yeah. You know, it's like one Bob of those Dylan. guys. That's a good example. It's like you know they're good. You know they've got yeah. good songs that you probably don't even realize they sing them. Um, but yeah, didn't buy his albums. And then that whole yeah. like, my first introduction to him was people saying Ziggy Stardust, Ziggy Stardust, and I thought it was just something that Agnew made up. You know, my buddy just made up and didn't really mean anything. He was high. Like, oh, that's David Bowie. Yeah. I'm like, why? Why would he call himself Ziggy Stardust? It sounds like something a kindergartner would would make up. Yeah. You know what I'd love to. <laughs> to find out is how many people now who are you know 14 through 16 demographics that if he hadn't been dead would know who he was and you know most yeah. of these kids can't even name all four Beatles I, you know I wonder if they can't even name the president <laughs> can't even name the vice president he's uh he was one of those guys that was interesting too because he had a uh, he had so many like personas he would change with the times you know like he had like right. the 80s thing he did like the 70s. Ziggy Stardust, and uh, I was listening to Elton John this morning, Rocket Man, which is kind of they work together a little bit. Um, it's so funny you bring up Elton John because it's it, uh, it. David Bowie's a little bit below Elton for me. Like I know right. I know more about Elton John than I know David Bowie, but it's still that I didn't really get into them. He's like a notch All lower. Brits worked right. with each other and collaborated on something. He's like a notch lower, and he. Uh, I want to talk about David Bowie. Uh, 
his ties with Philadelphia. He did a lot of recording there. But one thing about Elton John is I was listening to Rocket Man, and when he says, I'm not the man they know back home, I'm a rocket man, for the first time I thought, I wonder if that's like a gay analogy that he's into rockets. That's what I thought it was for sure. I, I never put that together. Man, I'm not the man they think I am at home. I'm a rocket man, which means they think I'm straight at home, but I like penis. I like rock. Yeah, is that what that means? Has that been con- confirmed? <laughs> Let's get him on the show. I mean, what else would it mean? But I think it's rock it, like two words. Well, like it's spelled rocket, rocket man, like like a shuttle rocket. Yeah. Hmm. That has to be what it means. It could be. But he worked with David Bowie, and they did some stuff together, and I and it sounds a lot like some of Bowie's stuff, so I think maybe it was like some influence, because that was like his, I think Rocket Man was like one of his first few hits that Elton John did. And didn't David Bowie, I know this has been exaggerated to the extreme, but didn't someone find David Bowie and Mick Jagger in bed together, but it was really like they were out partying all night and they yeah. just passed out in the same bed. It's the song Angie. But, it, but it's not like about. they were having sex. Yeah, like, the legend goes that uh, David Bowie's wife, Angie, at the time came in and yes. as like an apology, they wrote the song Angie. Oh! You Angie. know, that is one of the best love songs ever. And I, it's, classic. It's, a, it's a shame that, you know, it's, it's about Angie. rockets. I can't really, uh, yeah. <laughs> It'd be funny if they walked in with Elton John and David Bowie, and they're like, well, there's no turning back now. Yeah, like he comes walking out of the bathroom, like naked, as she's walking, as Angie's walking in. Oh. Rocket man! Oh, hey, hey, hello. Um, let's do some cocaine. You know that yeah. Elton John is Eminem's sponsor in sobriety? Yes. Isn't that amazing? Like, I guess he has to be. If you're going to be Eminem and be sober, I guess the guy telling you what to do has to be like Elton John. Like, you can't be, you know... Pete that works at the GM factory. It's got to be like some legend that's above you to kind of have some weight. So Elton John doesn't use, doesn't drink? Wow. Doesn't drink. I was reading an interview with him too about how he still dreams of cocaine every night. He still has dreams. I don't know, man. He's worth like $200 million, Elton John. Like, spends it on clothes. Crazy amounts of money. That's just. Think he was that rich, but that tour with Billy Joel that they did, they just scooped cash. Oh yeah, that gets ridiculous right. amounts of money, and that's where he he made the bulk of his money. It's, yeah. that's that's where you get it all. But uh, he's got to have some sort of rights over his music, so he doesn't have to tour as much. I didn't realize that he didn't write his own songs until a few years back, or his own uh, lyrics. It was Bernie. Uh, his name really yeah that's what i i couldn't believe it and uh bernie taupin bernie taupin wrote the lyrics and john wrote the the music and i thought huh i never knew well i cried they they wrote it together because otherwise that just throws out the whole rocket man idea that we that's what i'm yeah that's i'm trying to allude to i think it i don't know it's like did this guy know who he was writing music for (laughs) Or lyrics? I'm a cock. <laughs> he's uh, he's another one too. Who's the next big celeb that's gonna die from the old days? The fact that Keith Richards is still alive is is amazing. Well, yeah, he'll outlast everyone. That's the whole. He's thing. like the cockroach of the Stones. Isn't Elton John like seventy three or four? Yeah, he's there. up there, like he's way up there. Especially he's got to be seventy. I would say I think we're gonna hear above. Say it again. ZZ Top. ZZ Top. Sixty. Yeah, they both alive. Oh. oh no, you cut out for a second. I didn't hear what you said. ZZ Top. Yeah, those guys are old too. Elton John is sixty eight. Sixty. That ZZ Top's one band I never got into. No, I never. never. No. They look like a gimmick. But I'm waiting to just read the Facebook post because it won't be anywhere else except that one fan will put it up there. Right. That one fan that you never knew was a fan, that one friend, and all of a sudden. That's one thing I got to say, as bad as it is with David Bowie, I got it. He was a legend. He's gone. It's terrible. Cancer sucks. Uh, I'm just noticing a lot of trending of this same exact post 
Yeah. Or at least the same person with the same exact post, maybe paraphrase. It's just they, they keep sharing other people's posts about the same headline that he's dead still. Right. And he's still dead since. David Bowie's still <laughs> dead. Like, <laughs> uh, people are changing their profile pics. No. And just, again, everything is about Bowie. And I, you can scroll down. It just It's still them. It's still the same person. It's still another post about Bowie, 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 Bowie. But then they never, you never, you never saw them posting anything before that. Right. I mean, at least we did, like you know, Space Odyssey, like a week ago. Like we have some credit. The, yeah. You see these changes. It's funny yeah, you mentioned they just that. Wait you, till they die. You mentioned the same post, and I don't know if have you guys noticed this on, on my feeds. I see a lot of whenever somebody dies, they're very quick to. Quickly oh, post that recipe. They want to jump to the gun. The they want to jump to the gun. Chris is is notorious for right. that. And they kind of – a lot of people that I see kind of tweak it so it's like about them. It's not just oh, like yeah. rest in peace, God bless. Bye. It's rest in peace, David Bowie. I remember I – I had the courage to lose my virginity when I was listening to Ziggy Stardust. Thank yes. you. I did this. I'm important. Look at me. To say I was a bigger fan and yeah. my memories are more – Cherished than yours, and I tell better stories that the relate call. to the subject. Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah, it's I, yeah those R.I.P. Better stories. Don't want to be the first to jump on that. The bandwagon. It's like the same people that are like, in Starbucks, this guy just farted in front of me. Fuck my life. Okay, yeah. why don't you just say something and not post it? It's like you just threw that guy under the bus for farting right. in public. Maybe it was right. accident. Maybe. And maybe, maybe he just had to let it out. Like yeah. in, in yoga class tonight, and it made me think of what Piscardi said. He's like, it's a, it's a, it's acceptable to fart in yoga, and I've never witnessed that. But tonight, I was, I was holding in a lot. Uh. I don't know what I ate for breakfast. <laughs> if somebody did that for in yoga class, I would totally call them out. I'd be like, oh, I mean, I do it comically, but I'd be like, I just laughed. I could not stop laughing. How could I mean, you I was not? In tears. I would so probably, funny. I would probably just ignore it and pretend I didn't hear it because I'd be so like embarrassed for them. I'd yeah. feel bad. Yeah. Because you know we've all farted when we didn't mean to. Mm. Not me. No. No. You've no. never let one slip and been <laughs> I'm, like embarrassed. I'm very good with that. I mean, of course, I'm human, but Great sphincter. I'm very I good. I have to vouch for that. Yeah, Shark is actually really damn good about that. Thank you. Yes, I'm, I'm very conscious of that. Oh, I'm really terrible. I'm I mean, a disgusting I man. I'm a human asteroid. My brother but... and my dad, it was like cheered to fart, you know, so yeah. I don't have a lot of control. They sneak. Yeah. It's like the Japanese. So David the, Bowie. Uh... <laughs> yeah, so David Bowie farted a lot. It was, uh... I bet he farted probably. <laughs> he was, uh... I think David Bowie fans are more tolerable than like Bob Dylan fans. Bob Dylan fans... You know, like true Dylan fans. Are like, I don't think any in. 14 to 17 year old would know who Dylan was. Right. In fact, I, I, I think I want to go out in the field and I want to ask those questions. Yeah, yeah. No, I want to do that. I want to know if they know who David yeah. Bowie and Bob Dylan are. Yeah. Bob Dylan, isn't that? Uh... Throwing Robert Plant and Jimmy Page and they throw up. Yeah. <laughs> no I feel like people could do that with me with modern artists. Like somebody saw posted on social media, so and so from Teen Wolf came out gay. Somebody oh, yeah. came out gay, and I clicked on it, and I said, I don't know who that is, and I didn't even know there was a Teen Wolf. I thought that was a movie with Michael J. Fox, but I guess <laughs> this is big. Wow. I, I just know remember who... one time – I remember one time sitting in – this was in an agent's office, and uh, they were downtown, kind of an up-and-coming agent, and um, looking for new recruits, new talent. But they weren't really a very credible agency yet, so the talent went – to almost anybody who was willing to be a seat filler on like a courtroom, a reality court show, it could they consider that talent. So anyway, there's this. Uh, they got all these headshots up, and uh, I'm talking with this one kid, and he's like, "Yeah, man. So you think uh, what kind of what kind of gigs you think these guys are gonna get us?" And um, I said, "Well, I think they're doing." Um, some kind of background job I, I heard for the next Michael Douglas film. The kid goes, who's that? <laughs> and I uh, said, um, well, you know, a guy uh, from this movie, that movie now, married to Catherine Zeta-Jones. He says, I don't know who that is neither. <laughs> then he's pointing out a headshot wow. on the wall of this hip-hop artist. Catherine Zeta. 
And I know a lot of hip hop stars. I didn't know who this guy was, but he, he pointed him out on the on the wall, and I think this guy was a client. And I didn't know who he was. Like, oh, you don't know who that is? <laughs> it's a black man. <laughs> so That's he doesn't a, know these two A list white guys, but wants to be a movie star. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> I, yeah. Who is this guy? Uh, I went to an interview once. I totally bullshit at a resume, like my first first year in LA, to nice. an agent's office, to CIM, which is like in the top three biggest agencies. Yeah. And I put like, I mean, I really fabricated this thing and got in yeah. the door. But I got in the door. It's like an SAT essay. And I went upstairs, yeah. and uh, they were like, "We haven't. We did a search for Kingman Productions, and nothing really came up." Well, and so I said, "Well, it was a LLC we created." And they're like, do you know who so-and-so is? I said, no, no, who is it? And they go, well, he's like the biggest agent with this agency. And I go, and they knew, and, and I knew that they knew that I was bullshitting. So I was just kind of like soaking up that I was in the top floor of this office building. I'm like, yeah. Yeah, I'll take another water if you don't mind. Like, I know this is, <laughs> and uh, they were like, all right, we'll call you. Like, they didn't even look at me anymore. And I was like, adios. But I knew as soon as I got in there, I knew before there was not a chance in hell, but. I I, I kind of did it as like I was just so frustrated with finding a job. I just emailed like everybody, yeah. and they actually like came through and. Wow. Uh, but it was over in thirty seconds. They knew, you know, it was like a step away from security. Like, get this guy out of here. <laughs> Somebody get me the Ghostbusters. Yeah, we really should though. Ask. Like, I wonder if Heather knows. Hey, babe. Babe. Do you know who David Bowie is. He just died. Well, other than that, what do you know? <laughs> Time to break up them nuptials. What? Alright, he was a singer. Uh, okay. Fair enough. What about Dylan? You know Dylan? She just yelled, but you told me that. <laughs> Does she, she know Dylan? Baby, you know Bob Dylan, right? Yeah. Okay. You know, that's kind of interesting, though, because growing up, I knew Bowie because my parents had, like, a CD of his. And I saw the labyrinth. But other than that, I mean, I you don't hear about Bowie a lot. I mean, you, it's probably okay not to. Yeah. You'll probably hear about him if you're into music. I remember back in college. Here's another funny one, and I don't mean to, you know, sound like a bigot or anything because that's not my intention. It's just incidental. Blacks. But uh, <laughs> no. Yeah. But I uh, <laughs> I was in a film class. I remember. Bucks. Back, back at post, and and I remember this uh, one guy was asking a question about uh, because I guess there was a Beatles song playing or something, right? And it was playing as like a, a soundtrack, and at the time George Harrison was still alive, so the only one that was dead was Lennon. And the kid turns around and goes, "Which one that? Which one died?" Oh and my I just, god! I, just, I didn't know how to answer that. So, yeah. Oh, my God. That's like saying, uh, what day of the week is Ash Wednesday on? Right. Uh, yeah. I don't know who Lennon is. Is Fat Tuesday on a Tuesday or on a Monday? Oh, no. Who's buried in grass tomb? <laughs> yeah. That was a real trivia question on some show once. And somebody got it wrong. I thought, <laughs> how do you not what? know who? I mean, people that wouldn't know which Beatle died or even name one. Like, how do you not know that? I mean, it's in like I mean, every facet. To the t except for that one. You didn't know there was a Teen Wolf show. Well, <laughs> guilty. <laughs> Paint me red. But I mean, I'm culturally diversified in music and movies. I mean, I I, I know who a lot of people are of all creeds and colors. And why yeah. is it that um, only when it comes to white music, aren't only white folks know them? Right. Somebody tweet me wrong. Tweet me wrong out there. Tweet you us know, at the underscore podcastle. I, I I agree with that, Scotty, when you were saying like on the weird yeah. white kids listen to Bowie. But this guy on ESPN radio the other day, Bomani Jones. I guess it was the day that you know he died, or the day after. He was like, he was like, for me, it's uh, it's it was Prince and David Bowie. You know, they're kind of different. They don't yeah. really have their own genre, but I, I listen to them nonstop. So that was like the first black guy I ever heard of listening to David Bowie. But I guess I'll you, well, I'll tell you what. I got a, a buddy of mine on my uh, Twitter feed and friends list, if you will, and. <laughs> He's gotten really into 
black supremacy lately. I got to make, make this cool. a racial that show. I don't know how it's been no, we segued this way, but he's really into black supremacy. I kind of want to ask him about it and be like, uh, bro, what, what's what's going black on lately? Panthers. And I think it was all inspired by the shootings and stuff. Anyway, but yeah. he's the guy who will always post and post and share about prominent black leaders, what's going on in the black community. A lot of it is anger against cops. Does he share links with the website that's like – there's one that I see posted for some of my black friends. It's like uh, black black shares or something like yeah, that. Yeah, I think that may, that sounds a little familiar. So the day that Bowie died, of course, I'm scrolling down and I see that he's still going on. Nothing about Bowie, but he's still going on. <laughs> well, everybody else is about Bowie. He's still going on about this – Officer needs to be taken into justice for the slaying of this unarmed black man. Oh. We, that's what I, you know, they just found Jimmy Hoffa. Ending with with the tragedy, uh, even when there's a more common tragedy <laughs> trending. They just the, found Jimmy Hoffa's body. The last, yeah. they, hey, they just found a gun covered in Compton. Speaking of black guys, the only black player. <laughs> On the Flyers and maybe in the NFL, just, NHL just scored a goal to tie up the game. <laughs> I always like seeing a black hockey player. You know, there are so many hockey teams out there that I guess are erupting, and I've never heard of them because I don't. It's a sport I don't. <laughs> neither of us. Me neither. But I mean, I guess Carrie Underwood is married to this hockey yeah. player that I who has some team from tennis from Nashville, I guess, and I've never heard of them till I. Um, I didn't so know they had one. Husband. Yeah, I didn't know. I thought the Minnesota Stars were still a team until like three <laughs> years ago. They moved to Dallas 20 years ago. Yeah. Minnesota North Stars. Uh, I want to talk about this in the uh, in the news. Uh, recently, Los Angeles Rams have been voted uh, two days ago, I think it was. Yeah. Uh, voted The owners voted. The league voted to relocate to Los Angeles. Uh, so Los Angeles is getting another team. Back to Los good. Angeles. Back to Los Angeles. Whip out your Jim Everett jerseys. And this is yeah. funny because the news today said that they already broke ground and have graded the dirt and got all the permits secured and all the zoning permits secured and everything they need to do to build the stadium. Do you know about this? It takes a year to fix a pothole on Ventura <laughs> Boulevard, but as soon as the Rams. Who aren't going to be back for another year, Cook, here. They they already started building. I mean, L.A. is broke because of this reason. They're already building a billion-dollar stadium. In, 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 no, in uh, Inglewood. Inglewood, which is the worst area to build a stadium. I mean, there's... I mean, what... Do you know about the owner? No, who's the owner? This, This guy's like a billion bajillionaire. He's... Just taking like 1.3 billion of his own money to get this thing going, like now. They need He's it. A crazy rich person. Oh, this is uh, Stan Cricket. It's just not really a football town either. I mean, people root for their their home teams, but it's a it's a basketball town. That's the right. only natural LA team. Yeah. I I think that that's what I see. Uh, it's definitely You're absolutely not a right. Hockey. The LA Kings. I mean, are they even still around? Were they even still from L.A.? Well, they won, they won the Stanley Cup two years ago. The, the, the Kings are good with people that didn't grow up here. I mean, even Dodgers games, the only fans oh, are few and far between. Yeah. Dodgers there games. Are, people go there to watch other National League you know, teams right. that they're fans of. Or they of, leave. Where they came from. Or they leave. I saw a Phillies game, and it, was, it, was a, uh, it, it wasn't a no-hitter. It could have been up until like the sixth inning, and people—it was like half empty by the fifth inning. I'm like, you could be watching like history right here. People are just leaving on their cell phones. It's like when I saw Roy Halladay's perfect game at oh, wow. Marlin at Marlin Stadium. The there was there was it was a game in like May, and so there were like I don't know a thousand people there, and by you know the seventh inning, the entire section behind home plate was filled. They all the, you know, they let everyone just move. It got sexual. We're witnessing a perfection. It's it's history in the making. Biscardi, you mentioned Oakland Raiders are moving back to LA for the second time. They were they originally in Oakland? Was that the deal? They went to Oakland then they went to yeah. LA then they went back to Oakland. Oh really? Were, oh I, I didn't know that. I thought they were always LA, didn't they? 
No, they were Oakland back when. Um, back when John back Madden. When, when, uh, what's my John, man? Uh, when John the, Madden. The late Lyle Alzado, they were Oakland back then. I think when they oh, played wow. us in the Super Bowl, when they played the Eagles in the Super Bowl, they were the Oakland Raiders. Mm. And then yeah. they went to La La Land and then back to Oakland. That was the first football game I ever went to. It was a Raiders Eagles game. And I had a, a Raiders jacket on. I was a big Raiders fan. And this guy is like, hey, man, he's got on a Raiders jacket. I'm like, I'm 12. What do you want me to do? <laughs> Don't beat me up. It's fine. I'm definitely going to um, go to a Raiders game if they come to, uh, or a Rams game, because they're going to play the first few, I guess the first season, or at least the first few games at the Coliseum yeah, at I'm USC. Like, so I'm, I, I really I'm thought go. about this. You know, when I was doing my Powerball daydreaming, I, I'm totally not into baseball anymore, as you guys know. But this would be this would be something I would go out to L.A. I would write O'Malley's wrong. I'd buy the Dodgers and bring them back. Bring the Bulls yes. back. Yes, bring them back. Send the Mets out there. Yeah, that'd be great. I'd be on board with that. But you start your own team. Like, I, I would probably like. Eh, I thought this was gonna make me like baseball again, and uh, wake me up. <laughs> yeah, when it's right. yeah. <laughs> Fuck me. It's like when Hulk Hogan comes back to the WWF. Yeah, for like, like the eighth time. Spot. Yeah, you're like oh, enough's great. enough. After five minutes, you're like, would you just sit down, and take a rest? So people need to up. take more of the Seinfeld. You know, Seinfeld left on the top of his game as a legend. You see, like Michael Jordan, who was the greatest basketball player of all time, arguably. When he came back, where in the forty-five, it was forty-five, right? Whatever, yeah, whatever. When he bit. came back, you're like, and he did the Wizards thing. You're like, come on, man, just give it up. Uh, yeah, with the Wizards, he was twenty-three. Remember when he played baseball, minor league baseball. Yeah, that's that, right. He was for the was White the, Sox, right? That was the smartest move ever by Jordan because it allowed him a year to just take off. He like yeah. played baseball. He wasn't playing basketball, and it enabled him to like recover. And then he came back and he won three championships. Right. Genius move. Genius move. Does anyone still do that? I remember, I remember like Deion Sanders and Bo Jackson used to play two sports. Jackson, you don't hear about that anymore. Does anyone do that? Can't. No, I don't think so. The toll it takes on the human body because of how like Especially football. You steroids. Football is the, the, the talent is so insanely good that if you're playing that and another sport. But Bo Jackson until he got injured. Seriously, um, he played a good number of years with both. He, he was a Raider, right? He was a Raider. Yeah, Raider. yeah zigzagged a lot. And he may have played for them when they were in LA, when they just moved to LA. I'm not sure about that. Yeah, and the Kansas that. City Royals. Uh, oh, but yeah. Deion Sanders was only with the Braves for like one season or something. I, oh, really? Yeah, his career did not last long. He played on the um, the Yankees too. I think he got drafted. Deion Sanders was he Bronx Bombers. I think he was drafted by the Yankees, and then I don't know. I'm wrong. Yeah, Braves. I'm thinking, are I'm thinking of. I'm thinking of Ricky. Uh, Ricky Henderson. <laughs> they, they were both base stealers. I remember one time Mike and I were and hanging out. I think we were in New York City, or I don't know, we were somewhere, and we were talking. Somebody was talking about baseball, and guys, some stupid kid, said, "Uh, Scotty's like, yeah, I'm not really big Phillies fan." He's like. What are you, uh, Dodgers fan? He goes, nah, Bronx Bombers, baby. And the kid had no idea. He's like, ugh, I don't, I don't think that's a team. Uh, and I was like, I it's the Yankees. Wow. It was, it was quick. It wasn't anything big. I just, I remember these wow. little things. You're like, Bronx Bombers, baby. Uh, I don't know if that's a real team. Is that minor league? <laughs> Actually, you're an idiot. Is what you. <laughs> but I like the Bronx Bombers. Um, you see a lot of uh, Brooklyn Dodgers hats in LA too. I yes. think there's a big. Fan base. Yeah. Dion did play for the Yankees. Oh, he did. I'll be damned. And the Reds and the Giants. Sorry, Clark. Didn't mean to cut you off. Oh, no. I was just thinking about Mark Shot getting an erection. <laughs> There's a, a loss uh, today from football. What's it, a, a, a former Ram and uh, oh, guy who died in his prison cell. Yes. He, oh. he was on trial for another trial for. Uh, Possibly yeah. looking at death anyway. He played for of Nebraska. California means nothing. But... Yeah, he played for Nebraska. Um, Trying to find the gentleman's name, but uh, gentleman. Henderson. Gentleman. Was that his name? The chap. 
Chat. Dion played for the Atlanta Falcons, the 49ers, <clears throat> the Cowboys, the Skins, and the Ravens. Wow. I had his autograph from when he was with the Falcons. Oh, He's wow. He's the only, yeah. only player. Wow. Only player to win back-to-back Super Bowls on two different teams. Who was that, the Falcons or the Niners? Niners and the Cowboys. Cowboys, yeah. Oh, Remember that? Cowboys won two in a row. Niners signed Dion. Niners finally beat the Cowboys, win the Super Bowl. Next year, Dion goes to the Cowboys. Cowboys beat them and go what, and wins. What did he play? He was a quarterback? Quarterback. Him and no. Jerry Rice. Legendary. Yes. Legendary matchups. But now it was the, Yeah, yeah, you're right. You're he right. did the, the punt returns and everything, too. Yes. Sexual. He was born <laughs> in Fort Myers, Florida. He went to Florida State. That's why they do the chop at the Braves. Oh. Uh Speaking of Florida, I was watching Cops the other night. Another Boynton Beach episode. Man, there's some fucked up people down there. Oh, it's bad. I must live in the only nice yeah, part. I, I never watched. No, no, no. It's when nice. I came back it's up bad. north, I was talking to people and telling them about Corpus Christi, and apparently that was on that they could assimilate yeah. because they watched Cops. And I it is. Know. I've <laughs> seen it. I've oh, seen that episode. There's a, there's several of them. You know what? I think I've seen Corpus Christi even. Yeah. That's how I heard about it before I Mike mean, ever moved there. I'm not surprised at, at it's all. Big, it's know. like a big town, but a small city. It's a it's a city okay, that yeah. when you look at the little tiny itty bitty skyline, you even call it that for lack of a better term. You could throw a stone over it, but it actually covers quite a few zip codes. It's just a big town, right? But it's it's yeah, it's not a big city. Vast. It's vast, yeah. like bees. Lots of room yeah. to do drug dealings and robberies. Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a sprawl. Yes, there's plenty of that, yeah. Plenty <laughs> of abandoned buildings that nobody's going to patrol where you God. can take care of business. Detroit. Right? Take care of business. I wanted to mention, too, I only watched a little bit last night. I should say I had it on for the duration, but I ADD'd with the iPad a lot. It was the State of the Union recap. Mm-hmm. The State of the Union, we could recap it. Now, Mike, you watched the whole thing. I did. Yeah. I watched maybe. I mean, I probably watched a good forty minutes, but I was. My mind I was, was venturing to other waters. Was it boring? I, I, I was not entertained by it. Uh, I thought it was a very boring speech. As usual, like a rehash. Every state of the union, no matter who's the president, who's talking. Yeah. You know, they're programmed Tradition. to clap. Yeah. In, in every other sentence, you know, it doesn't oh. matter what they say. Yeah. There's right. gonna be the. The eruption of of applause. Obama I have to go to the bathroom. Like, and next year, before <laughs> I hand over the reins, I am going to. Uh, we've give discovered this pair of shoes. Time to some lucky <laughs> congressman out there. Yeah. Uh, I want to uh, just announce to uh, uh, everybody. That, uh, it's time for me to start wearing more red ties. <laughs> It's gonna go. And uh, the microphone here people. is not working. <laughs> A lot of people are pissed off because of the Iran situation, and he brought up Iran and just kind of, you know, thumbed through it and then moved on to the next topic. Meanwhile, mm-hmm. ten sailors who were the gunpoint and captured on their boat and taken into captivity. Should have had more respect. And then a lot of people were pissed off in the veteran community because they didn't talk about veterans at all. And, uh, you know, to me it just sounded like everything is fine. Don't worry. Everything is fine. We're not at World War III. I got this. I'm like, yeah, all right. We're not at World War III. But we cool. Everything was just like the guy was just in denial. I don't know. He's... The commander-in-chief. What if, what if he moonwalked and went, we cool, yo? And you're like, what he, oh, he left. I actually thought he was really cool. funny on uh, the segment of Jerry Seinfeld's show Comedians in Cars Getting Coffee. If you watch yeah. it. Right, that's the thing. Let's see it. Like, I don't, I don't know if he's doing an acceptable job as a president. Yeah. I don't know what that means. But I think, like, he's a... Like try to summarize what he was saying because it's basically yeah. like he's going up there going, "Hey, look, <laughs> there's still Are we a do- big mess left, but we fixed some stuff." But peace. Don't, <laughs> I, I kind of got the impression a little bit like it's obviously his last year that he's kind of like, "Fuck it, this yeah, this right. is what are, they, what are you gonna do about it?" Uh, I kind of had the idea like he was it didn't work. He wanted to get through. Sorry. 
Yeah, like you just want to kind of wrap it up and just it's like one more thing I have to do. And I won't say that I disagreed with him on every single topic that he touched on. I mean, he mentioned Cuba. I was glad this. Was, I agreed with lifting the embargo. It's yeah. Uh, there's no reason sixty years later to be doing this anymore. Um, and he talked about Guantanamo Bay and how it's expensive. It is. It is expensive. But I mean, you know what? Stop treating these detainees so well and feeding them so good. You can cut a lot of costs there. Just keep them alive. Are they fed well? Oh, yeah. Yeah. All, all of our oh, detainees are taken care of. And, you know, that's, that's what the they need to do is go back to some old school. Yeah. Old school, uh, yeah, bread and water. Yeah. That's why it's that's costing so much money. These people get Medicaid. And then he frees them. Medicaid? Um, it was just boring. Yeah. Yeah, I, I guess that's why I was ADDing. I was playing uh, yeah. SimCity on the iPad, and I was building quite a gem. Clarksville. I, was, I really do recommend watching up. that crackle episode of Comedians in Cars. It's actually pretty funny. It's I want to talk about another episode. Speaking of episodes, I understand you were a guest on the uh, Michael Savage show as of recent. Savage Beast. Um, yeah, I just had I a don't quick know. call. Yeah. You called in. You got yeah, which I rarely do. I don't call into radio shows. Um, and <laughs> you host eight podcasts. The yes. Fuck? <laughs> yes. That's right. It's my uh, people call me. I don't call them. Uh, yeah, <laughs> they tweet me, I guess. <laughs> yeah, no, he had a really interesting topic, and I had to engage it about um, court cases, your horror court story. And so he took a break from the politics, and uh, you know, Savage. I God, I get it. The guy's a blowhard. <laughs> well, he's yeah, funny. He's I get entertained. Loud. Yeah, yeah I he's an entertainer. <laughs> he wouldn't have a job. He's a rocket man. And, um, you know, it, it, it'll be really sad when Barack goes because he has so much anger built up anytime he talks. About, like, he tries to tell his audience, I don't want to talk about this. Is he like the right wing? Uh, oh, you know, Black? Right wing. No, is he like the right wing Lewis Black? Like, he's very passionate and angry. Yeah. Like, yeah. Bill Moore. You know, yeah. Bill Moore gets pissed. Yeah. Yeah, and I'm trying he's, to find he's the always clip. like trying to. Um, he's always trying to act as if he doesn't want to talk about politics because he's so fed up. But he ends up doing doing so. He ends up going on and on and on. <laughs> he's like, got a know, nice salt and pepper goatee. What do you want to talk about? You want to talk about my Hellcat? You want to talk about my dog? I don't want to talk about Barry from Honolulu, or who I like to call <laughs> your president, the con man. The imposter. I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> Do you understand what this man is doing to your country? I'm always going into it. You... Anyway. So I'm trying to find the clip. I have the show from, from from yesterday. I'm just I'm trying to find Yeah, I think it was like 21 minutes in or something like that. Oh, okay. So, yeah, he... Um... Savage Nation. So, Savage beast. And one of the things that... We'll tie this into the State of the Union address, but this was kind of funny. Um, anytime you would ever... Taught, it's like something would be said about Muslims from uh, the president. You know, he goes off on it because here's one from the State of the Union. Okay, so Barack says when politicians insult Muslims, when a mosque is vandalized or a kid bullied, that doesn't make us safer. That's not telling it like it is. And uh, whenever he does anything like that, you can just hear Savage is that guy who will practically break a board or uh, smash his computer. Split his pants. It's so because he just... He goes on about the Muslims. All Wait, the time. where does he film? Does he? I'm sorry. What does he say? Oh, he would say something. Um, Here we go. Well, what are they? What do you call them? It's called Islamic State. It's not Jewish State. It's not Baptist or Lutheran State. It's Islamic State. And then he'll yell at the, at the audience. Are you listening to me? Where does he record out of? Is he is, is out of his house or a studio? He's awesome. So extreme. All right. Fox News. Islamic State. They're all the same. <laughs> so What's his policy on diapers? Stories, and I had one to tell. And, um, Do you want me to find the clip? Yeah, sure. I'm going to find it. It was from yesterday. The Savage Nation. Give us a recap of, the, of what you said, and I'll try to find it. It's, it's a long show, so I don't want to keep people waiting if it's uh Okay, so we were talking about... Wait forever. 
uh, he had in some case where he had uh, some kind of lawsuit and all the court costs and how the Court of Appeals was so liberal. And that instantly jogged my memory to a court case I had a few years ago. And it, it went to the Court of Appeals. I was the plaintiff, and the defendant went to the Court of Appeals, of course, in liberal New York, and had it overturned while I was away. And I just kind of touched upon that. So it, it wasn't any frivolous, dire, but it was. Oh. It gave me an idea. We should we should talk about that. Tweet us your court yes. story. Everybody's got one. If you've been in court. Tweet us at the underscore podcast. It's it's like buying a car. We'd have endless material with that. If you could tweet in some things with the court and terrible things and judiciary fails and, and all that stuff. I mean, there's all kinds of frivolous stuff. I told you before, I did jury duty, and I'm like, these are not a jury of your peers. You do not want to be tried in, by, by these people. Nope. They are the stupidest people in the land. Masses are asses. Your driver's license is the only requirement to be serving on a jury. Like, I think maybe we should do some... Uh, some investigating. And they screen everybody so they, before, too. They ask you. They ask you questions before to see if they can eliminate you. You know, yeah. the smart people say, oh, yes, I'm racist, and I probably yeah, would right. And they get to, went to work. The people that are there because they have nothing to do are the ones that get picked because they're, oh, I'll be very honest. She, and you go in there, I don't think that's happening. Guilty. Um, no. It's not a guilty or not guilty case. This is a parking <laughs> fine. So. You're actually in the lobby. Um can we check him for a gun, please? It's a little wild. Yeah, tweet us at the podcast, at the underscore podcast. Follow Michael Biscardi at M. Biscardi Jr. Myself at Kingman Prods and John at JDH272PSU. PSU stands for Perfect Sexually Understudy. Uh, if I don't find the clip of Savage, I'm going to find it and we'll air it at the beginning of the next show. Where are we, Biscardi? Can you tell? Yeah, I, I don't know. I can't remember. But you were early in the show, right? Like within 30 minutes? Fortunately, you can edit. Uh, no, it was like a half hour into the show. Oh. Hold on. Can we talk about something on our phone? Fifth. Talk about my dick. Talk about my dick. Yeah, what else did we have on the docket? The Go docket back. tonight, well, there's Go that's a good thing you asked, John. There's a lot of interesting things, like Ray 9 fatness, which oh, I yeah. absolutely adore. Oh, here's a, here's the here's the clip from Biscardi on uh, Michael Savage right here. God-loving woman, Veronica Poe Nash. Oh, wait, let me cue it up. All right, here's Biscardi. It's not. It's it's not it. Never mind. But I see Biscardi's wife in the background there. Her lap. Yo, do you have that um, that Ray Nine Fitness commercial? Ray Nine Fatness. Did you load it to the website? No, I need to figure out how to extract it from my texts. <laughs> Email it to yourself. Email us at thepodcastle at yahoo.com. Oh wait, that's not us. John and I, if you don't know, text each other pictures of our cats, and I encourage you all to do the same. Tweet us your cats at yeah. the underscore podcastle. Here is a clip. Before Ray 9 fatness, I had to worry about cleaning three oh, get pairs of pants. Feel all right. We want to uh, take a little break here and just play a um, little clip of our sponsor here. Little um, dude. We have a lot of uh, sponsors on the show. It's, a big, it's very expensive to produce this program and uh we don't like to script around the details so here's a little word from our sponsor are you lazy and overweight do you skip breakfast or just start the day with a large pumpkin spice latte with cream and sugar and boston cream donuts does a Big Mac, large fries, large Coke, and two McChickens for dessert really hit the spot on your lunch break? Is dinner over before you even taste it? Is your local grocer running a buy one, get one on Ben and Jerry's? How did you know? Do you wake up in the middle of the night for a quick peanut butter and jelly? 
then Ray 9 fatness is for you. Maintain, then exceed your scale's limits. With Ray 9 fatness, there is no loss, only gain. And you won't just gain weight, you'll gain heart disease, liver disease, gout, and oh. diabetes. <laughs> Ray 9 fatness, no loss, only gain, includes diabetes. Sign up today and get a free gallon of Mama's iced tea. Love handles. <laughs> Muffin top. Diabetes. I got the diabetes. Where's your that foot, sir? Guys, gotta say diabetes a lot in our commercials. It's a, running, <laughs> it's a running theme for some reason. Where's your foot? Oh, one of the cats is getting reprimanded. We got drama going on here at the Clark House. <laughs> Uh, we talked about State of the Union a little bit, and uh, we're going to try to find Savage's clip with uh, Michael calling in to – I think it would be if he brought you on the show more, and it was like Michael on Michael, and you <laughs> kind of schooled him a little bit. Now, th- this is my show. Not being a good Michael. Tweet me at Embiscardi. <laughs> no, I found it. I have oh. the – Oh, yeah, you have the clip. I've been trying to – well, I can't – buffering, but I've been trying to tell you. Buffering. Buffer it up. Buffer it up like my <laughs> – but I don't have. Uh, it's it's not, okay. We're, we're gonna we're, we're gonna have an air tonight. Um, I want to talk about an aggressive homeless man too. After this, I had an encounter with. Aggressive homeless. Wow! What a great topic. Yes, that's a savage topic. WABC, New York City. Mike, what's your court horror story? Go ahead, please. You're on the Savage Nation. This story kind of reiterates your point about the liberal court of appeals, but back in 2008, I think it was, it was a small-time loan that I, I gave this guy. He didn't want to do it, but he kept begging me. I was like, all right. So it was, I think it was an insult amount of 3000 So I took it to court when he finally didn't pay, which I knew he wouldn't, and uh, I did get the judgment. And then afterwards, I turned him over to collector because, as you just said, you know, that's getting the, the win is only half the battle. And right. the collectors did a really great job. Um, but what a lot of people don't realize is in at least in New York, I don't, I don't know about the other states, but you have to have a minimum amount of cash in your account before they can levy. So that's another hurdle you got to get over. And I think the number is like, unless you have 1,700, they can't uh, garnish wages or levy the account. So anyway, time goes on, and we're slowly tracing more accounts as this guy's running off. But... Then I, I get called, I gotta go to Afghanistan, so I, I sort of forgot about it. I get back a year later. Oh, I, hold on, you were called up as an active duty soldier? Uh, I'm reserved, I was on active at the time, yeah. All right, so you're called overseas to serve your country. What happens in your absence? <laughs> you go back to the court, and uh, I, obviously I couldn't be there, and it was unbeknownst to me. I find out from my collector, so I touch base with him when I get back. And I said, hey, you know, what's, what's going on with the, the, the deal we got? Um, so what, they overturned it while you were away in Afghanistan serving your country? Overturned, yeah. The, the, guy, the exact word said to me Damn. by the collector was, um, yeah, well, you know, New York's gotten even a little bit more liberal since you've been away. Uh, the court of appeal, he took it to the court of appeals. And, you know, this is a pro-tenant, pro-deadbeat. Um, yeah, well, Mike, you know, you sound like you have a good attitude towards it. You lost a small amount of money. It wasn't small at the time. It seems to me you've overcome it and risen above it. Isn't that true? Yeah, I actually did end up taking them back to the court, too. All right, all right. Listen, it's enough. It's enough. You know, there's a time to fold, too. It's $3,000. You can turn this into a lie. I know people who go on and on with one case. That's amazing. Congratulations. Well, it's not that. I, was, I think you should have did a Baba Booey thing and did the podcast a plug at the end. I got cut off, and I get it because yeah. it was, I yeah. tried to make it as condensed as possible. But I really wasn't right. about the money. I just want to teach this guy a lesson. Yeah, it's, it's a principle thing. It's a matter of principle. It's a principle thing. Nice job, though. Very well spoken. So nice. tell us, yeah. Call tell more. Us court. Tell us yeah, your court case is big. Yeah, you sounded like a good caller, actually. You know how you listen to some callers? They're like, well, I got – Yeah. I was driving the truck down in Reno, and I was on uh, – <laughs> I had – yeah. I don't like sandwiches. 
<laughs> and you're like, oh, too many that... details. You're like, oh my god, get to the point. And I think Savage picked up on that too, because he was listening and he was like, Savage. right, right. You know, yeah. he he wasn't because our hosts soldier. are pretty good at Wait, jumping yeah. over you when you suck right away. You know, they'll cut you off and be like, yeah, well, here's the thing. You know, he actually let you go on for like a seemed like a pretty good amount of time. Follow ups for you. Yeah, but that's the, I'm not. That's not the kind of caller that people want to hear. They want that yes, ultra liberal caller to say, "Hey, sir, I'm a Muslim, and I'm here to tell you." Whoa, 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 wait, wait, wait. What are you gonna tell me? This is my show. <laughs> I like Candyland. That's what people want, I like. want to hear. I mean, I want to get those kinds of callers. I'm Asian. <laughs> I want I'm those kinds of callers on our show. <laughs> we need more callers, and we need to open up the lines for a. Uh, I think we're yeah, gonna register a, a podcast online through Skype and have people call in for like ten minutes a night. But it's pretty easy. I mean, people just need to get the app and call us. It's not like it's that difficult. Sexual you know what I mean? Yeah. That's all you need to do is just the same as anybody else. Put the app on and search for one of us. And people use it just to reach us, though. It's like that he uses that I always wanted to to use on people. He likes to call people who are stupid. Uh, ignore is it what's the plural ignoramuses or ignoramai ignoramai it loves, loves to go right, well Diego's. phil you're obviously not a very educated individual you're obviously an ignoramus but do you understand what the crusade was really about <laughs> it's like when howard eskin called would call people dope so you know yeah. uh donovan McNabb has been to five nfc championships you know you're a dope you're Goodbye. A hang up on him i love it I always love six ten callers. Yeah, here's what they need to do. Let me tell you. Uh, those losers. Oh, the sports callers. Let me tell oh. you. Which ones? And whenever people take the sports a little too seriously, and it doesn't matter if it's nine eleven again. <laughs> but you know, <laughs> the world you, just was destroyed. The, the biggest problem that Conklin had, and I really, really mean this. I'm I dead serious when I say this. I was driving just, to the airport. When I was coming back from uh, East Coast over the holidays, and it was like five o'clock, four forty-five in the morning, it was like a really early flight, and I was still drunk and half asleep. And we we're listening to the radio, uh, you know, sports station, and you hear some guy call in. Well, here's what happened with Chip Kelly, and I thought, dude, this guy's up at quarter to five in the morning. Like maybe I was just taking it wrong because I was still like my mouth was drooling no. on me still, but I was like, I don't know how you do it. I don't know how you no. do it. Have you ever seen the movie The Fan? The big no, Big yeah, Fan. I remember that. Big one. Fan. Oh. I saw The Fan. I don't think I saw Big, big Fan. Big Fan with um, Patton Oswalt. Uh uh-uh. uh It's he's good. Priest, I like one him. of those guys that lives with his mom and writes out what he's gonna say and waits on hold forever on the sports radio <laughs> and then finally he reads it and the guy cuts him off and doesn't let him finish. He's good, dude. <laughs> and he ends up going crazy. He has a poster of like their best, like their all pro defensive back like on his wall he's like a grown man with an athlete <laughs> movie's so good big fan big I fan say. i thought you were referencing the fan with robert de niro with and uh wesley snipes remember he was like barry yeah, bonds kind of guy yeah wesley snipes wasn't a bad flick i was talking to a buddy you remember the movie murder at 1600 with um snipes yes i was talking to my buddy jacare He's always who he wants to go back on the show soon. He's always a great dude, and I thought it was Denzel Washington, and I was like, "Yeah, Murder Sixteen Hundred with Denzel Washington." He goes, yep. "No, no, that was Wesley Snipes." <laughs> I said, "No, nah, it was Denzel." He's like, "Oh, I was like, oh, I I thought it was." He goes, "Yeah, I know what you're trying to say." And I was like, "What? All black people look the same?" He goes, "Yeah, that's where you're going with this." When you said He's a good sport Murder about at Sixteen Hundred with uh. And you pause for a moment. I almost cut Sydney you off and said Denzel. Right, right. right. See, yeah, it rings a bell because it's one of those movies you don't know that well. It's from the yeah, '90s. Like, like, I just associate yeah. Denzel's doing everything because he's such a great actor. You know, right? He was I in everything. Saved that Golden Globe honor. Did you see that? Did you see the yeah. Golden Globes? Uh... Yeah, I didn't get what he said about. I guess it was a personal thing about yeah. his parents. Yeah, what about, was that about the light bulb and? That was it. He left. I said, is there a special oh, meaning? Man. I was really curious. I don't know what that means. But no, it didn't make he, any sense. He got choked up. He was saying, yeah. like, our dad who just busted his ass to make sure light bulbs were work. And then he got he almost started crying. And that's why he turned around and looked at his mom and was, like, stalling. And, What's going and then on? he said, I, I need my glasses. I forgot my glasses. That guy was his wife. He's what if he smacked his wife? Bitch. Two years older. Yeah. <laughs> 
Right. Put my glasses, bitch. I, I remember when he won the Oscar the same night that Halle Berry won, and he goes, well, I guess we're just killing two birds with one stone tonight. Because uh, it was like the first time a, a black actress won for uh, best actress or whatever. And he was he's, – he's a good sport, man. He's one of those guys I like to watch on interviews and stuff. He seems like a really good dude. Sometimes he can be a nasty guy to be interviewed because I remember there was this uh, – Really? There was this one girl That's who would asked him about prior – projects prior works of his and he got really annoyed but he's smiling as he's saying trying to be charming and but when you played alonzo harris in training yeah uh-huh 2001 you over 10 years ago we want to talk about that yeah he didn't like talking about the past go on about that it's kind of weird we'll talk about that i think you can even find the interview somewhere take a look yeah did you see the Mel Gibson thing with uh, Ricky Gervais? Yeah, yeah, I was really annoyed. I just, I oh wish it was not God. censored. Right, that was the worst thing about the whole night. Yeah, I think what a lot of people are saying, the critics about the Golden Globes, is that it looked like a lot of fun to be there. But, well, it's got nothing to do with me. I can't really enjoy join in the merriment because I don't have a table I can drink at and sit in the Beverly Hills. Or that wasn't the Beverly Hills Hotel. Where, where was that again? I think it was the. Uh... It was probably the Beverly Wilshire or something. Yeah, but yeah. I sit at a table and tug myself with drinks. Like I'd have fun too, but yeah. But you know, yeah, I'm watching you at home. And right. You're having, you know, you're enjoying your lives. I've been working on the railroad. I love, I loved how like Ricky Gervais came out and he always had a, a, beer. a beer, like half. You know, like he's the uh, best. Like he was, and it was always at like different levels, so you knew he was drinking it or maybe pouring it out. But I, I knew doubt he was it. just a little bit serious when he came out and said, "Oh, this charity is too long, isn't it?" Yes. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, it's just too. I mean, it could be a half just, hour. You all just can't, can't shut the fuck up. Yeah. The, the the two things that I love that night were Jim Carrey because he he's just yes. great. Yeah, what you know, else? the whole thing, and uh, Leonardo DiCaprio. Yeah. I'm just DiCaprio. remembering what Jim Carrey did. J- Jim Carrey he, he insulted the announcer. Yes. He's like. Two-time nominated. <laughs> Two-time Golden Globe nominated Jim Carrey. Jim and then he Carrey. said, you know, and the millions of stars in the universe as a planet, our planet isn't even visible. But for some reason, this little room, this is a big to us. This is huge. You know, like putting everything in perspective. <laughs> I know, in like one sentence. Pure Maybe it's, his, yeah, his humor has... I noticed that. I said, it's different. He's getting a little bit darker now that he, he had a tragedy recently in his life. Yeah. He did? Girlfriend, yeah. His yeah. Girlfriend, soon oh, to be wife yeah. committed suicide, yeah. Oh, I thought it was his ex. Yeah, it was his ex, actually. And then I think she was, I don't know what the story was. but then he Something, was yeah. Bearer. Yeah. Um, I'm still, yeah, a little bit of a darker side to Jim Carrey. Yeah. But still humor, but like a more dry humor. Yeah. And he's kind pro- of joke that I would do. And he's an older guy, too, now. Like, he's not doing, you know, yeah. a movie each year where he's acting, like, wild. I mean, he's... He's probably at that point where he's just he doesn't give a fuck, you know. He just wants to do what he wants, and uh, it has to be funny though to see that guy perform or just be around he gave him. That like really inspiring speech a couple of years ago at the college commencement. Oh yeah, right. Yeah, it's a great. It's actually, really brilliant. Yeah, I want to watch that again. Smart dude. He has the debonair charm of a young citizen Kane. Clark is not a real person. It's a shame that he he made two of the funniest movies ever his first yeah. like try, so it's like it's how crazy. do you follow that? It's almost and like the funniest guy on the black comedy sketch show. Was oh yeah, you always knew. Yes, yeah. like the white ice guy ice baby. Everyone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, ice stop. Ice baby. <laughs> While I do up my laces. I loved when uh, remember the when he was huge. He's still huge, but in the nineties when he was really at his peak. And he was doing like Ace Ventura, The Mask, Liar Liar, Dumb and Dumber. He did like a movie or two like every year or a movie every year. And he was the leading guy. I mean that guy cleaned up. Oh my gosh. I mean there was no there was no equal. Twenty million yeah, for mask cable to guy. Ventura and then you know Ventura. Yeah, and then cable guy and then liar liar. He was just back. Riddler. Back. He was the Riddler. He was That's the Riddler. A, at his peak. Yeah. And then he started doing like art house films like The Majestic and he's like, I got some acting chops. That uh, movie was so boring. 
And then there was the other one, the Eternal Spotless. Oh, I couldn't finish it. Oh, it was so bad. I couldn't even get into it. Yeah. Tried to watch it once. I just said, I can't. I heard people yeah. say it was good. I mean, oh, it was so boring. Yes, man, it's funny. Bruce Almighty. Bruce Almighty, I liked. Yeah. Did you see Yes, man? I did see Yes, man. Yes, man was good. It's pretty funny. Where he's doing the dance dance revolution in the bar. <laughs> good stuff tweet us at the podcastle at the underscore podcastle i think we can put this one in the w column tonight what do you boys think am i leaving anything juicy out on the table aggressive homeless people (laughs) oh yes that's right oh it's not a big story but i was i noticed a trend we've talked about this before on the show the homeless are getting a tad more aggressive um i I went to my car i was leaving 7-eleven the other day making healthy choices and this really unsavory gentleman comes out of the shadows with a beard and uh, just disgusting looking. And he says, hey, you got to change. And I said, no, I'm, I'm sorry, I don't. I actually didn't. I wasn't even lying this time. I didn't even pull the, hey, do you have any change? Oh, I need money. You know, like a smart ass. Right, I was right, like, no, right, I don't. Right. And he, he followed me to my car. And I was like, no, I'm good. He's like, well, I just need some money. And he was like a foot away from me. And it was at this point where I'm like, I need no, to jump into like defending myself. Yeah. mode you got into a karate stance right like i was ready to just kick him in the head and i go i don't have anything and i i kind of like got ready to like hit him if he came near me because i was i don't know what he had all of them probably have aids right okay no, right. yeah. and uh <laughs> so he said fuck you and he gets away and i said all right wow, so i got my car and i turned the lights on and i gunned it out there and i pointed the car towards him with the lights yes. on and i was yeah. like I am going to fuck with this guy so bare now. Right. And then a voice in my head said, let it go. And I just, Yo. I let it go. Uh, but I, I get why people do that. I was, yeah. I was driving not too long ago. And it was a little bit of a rainy day. Ten years ago, the shark that I knew would ne- would have continued that mission. <laughs> well, I, I did this a couple couple weeks, a couple months back. Somebody cut me off in traffic. Some lady, I let go in front of me. And, uh, she she went and then she switched lanes. She was basically cutting like three lanes over to the right because she doesn't know how to fucking drive. And she cut me off again and I beeped at her and that was it. And as I got back next to her, she gave me the finger. Did you give her the meat? No. <laughs> you need to I saw her turning right, so I gunned it up the street. I made a right on back roads knowing she'd be coming this way. I picked up all the change I had in my car. I went up next to her, and I smiled, and I just threw like $3 of change right at her fucking oh, Audi. Wow. And I never saw somebody more up scared. She thought I was going to like jump out of the car and wow. kill her. She was pissed. And I just laughed, and I wow. thought, thank God like, a cop didn't see me do this. You know, I could get arrested. Mm-hmm. But I get like... It's like a different world when people piss you off, like the, the mm-hmm. public yes. that you don't know. You're like, just fuck off, dude. I'm trying to get through yeah. my day. And, and uh, you, you might be scared because, like you said, they might have AIDS or something. Well, probably but do. you know they can't fight because they're all so disoriented. And if they're starving, they're too weak. So you know you can beat these guys. Oh, up. that's what I mean. Oh, I'm a pussy <laughs> when it comes to yeah. – if an 18-year-old kid challenged me, I'd be like, young man, have a dollar and allow me to run away quickly. But if it's like – you know, a homeless guy that I know I can take because they're, you know, on death's door anyway. I, I'm, yeah. I'm pretty good with protecting myself. But anybody else, it's, it's, I, you know, running for high, high cover. But anyway, yeah, that was it. But have you guys noticed that the homeless they get a little aggressive sometimes? Do you have any money? No. Uh, can you? Uh, do you have a credit card? Well, yeah, but I'm not giving you that. Can you buy me a sandwich? Somebody asked me once at a gas station if I could buy him a sandwich. I said, no, I'm not. The transaction is complete. I'm going I home. I can't buy myself a sandwich. Chicken yeah, one time I was in like Jersey City doing the same thing, filling up, of course. And this, I, I, I didn't have any change. And I, and the guy just must have seen that I was maybe well-dressed, had a reasonably a decent car. I mean, I wasn't in a Rolls Royce or anything, but I guess I looked like I had money. But I really didn't have any change on me. I just had enough to get gas. And be on my way. So they always – this is very common, I know. I noticed, around Jersey City. They uh, they like to pretend, disguise themselves, that they're the, the gas attendant. So <laughs> so that way when right, you roll Jersey. your window down, you hand out cash to them. 
they can run, I guess. I oh, mean, but, that's low. Yeah, I, I tell the guy, uh, yeah, you can fill it up regular. He goes, oh, he'll do it. I'm like, huh? Oh. Let me get something to eat. And, uh, he'll do it. Yeah. Yeah, he'll do it. Wow, that takes a balls. Yeah. So this one guy does it. He uh, asked me for change. Said, "I'm sorry, man, don't have any." And, he, and then he went, "Please." And I said, "What did I just say?" Right. Yeah. Right. It's not going to change. Said, uh, I don't want any trouble. I said, "You don't want any trouble." Okay. <laughs> right. Back away then from let the vehicle. Your actions speak louder than your words. Okay. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Idiot. Tweet us at the podcastle at the underscore podcastle. Uh, please don't forget to like us on Facebook and uh, follow us on Snapchat at nerd.35 and me on MySpace at sexypants90. <laughs> Michael Biscardi, Jonathan Assinger, Matthew Clark. Thank you for listening. Saying goodnight, everybody.